0: St. Matthew's, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking Him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus, our Savior, died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in His hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. I believe you are God, the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on the newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family.
1: Is a teaching ministry under the direction of Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., the senior pastor of St. Matthew's Baptist Church for over 33 years. Dr. Gordon's stellar leadership encourages thousands to cultivate a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Dr. Gordon exegetes God's word for truth, transformation, and transparency.
2: It's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like
3: just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending a, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have.
1: I've seen the impact that it not only
0: had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, "What what are you doing?" I'm like, "Me and my husband been going to church. What church do you go to?" And I say, "St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life.
3: It's home. It's it's home. In everlasting name, Jesus is our Christ, Son of the living God, and we praise God from whom all blessings flow. This morning, I want to encourage you in the Lord, in spite of this pandemic, disease, virus, in spite of the social unrest, the injustice that we see on our newscast, despite Our feelings of fear, be still and know that he is God. We're telling you that your faith in these times of confusion will get you through. The Lord has not left you. The Lord will never leave you. The Lord will never forsake you. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge. Amen. And in the time of trouble, the Lord will be right there. I want you to trust him at all times. Pour out your heart before him. Praise his name. Nothing has taken Jesus by surprise. He's in total control of everything. Be encouraged in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able, hallelujah, to fight this warfare of satan we want you to be encouraged in him we want you to know that we're praying for you and your family your children your grandchildren your husband your wife that you will stay separate from this pandemic disease that you will wear mask gloves that you will wash your hands at least 20 seconds that you will be obedient to what we need to do so that we will not become infected It is a matter of obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Do I have a witness? So we want to encourage you in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Then we want you to continue to be faithful in tithing online, tithing by envelope, P.O. Box 117, Williamstown, New Jersey, uh, 08094. We love you. We thank God for you, that God is in total control. This morning, this morning, this morning, we're in Psalm 32. Psalm 32, a Psalm of David. Psalms 32, one of my favorite and um this is living, listen with our limitations, living with our limitations amen that that is that uh we 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 need to understand that because of sin, we are limited, there are things. That are going on and the premise here, and I want to lay out the premise, 11 verses, we want to dissect them, we want to expound on them, we want to give observation, interrogation, and proper interpretation. But in these 11 verses, it is looted. That, that is, uh, amen, there's a premise here. Before you look up to God, and before you look out to others, you need to look into yourself. That we all, because of sin and the sin nature, have limitations. And before I can comment on your limitations, I need to first understand my own limitations. Before I can praise God, hallelujah, in spirit and truth, I need to know the condition I'm in before I go to God. Do I have a witness? That, that is, in this psalm, uh, everybody that's living has been, in fact, plagued by this poisonous disease called sin. The word sin in the singular denotes an operation that's going on inside of us as we were born with the old Adamic Sinful nature, David said, I was born in sin and shapen by and in iniquity. That when we begin to look at the, amen, the evidences of this, uh, disease called sin, ba- basically this, this disease called sin has fractured, listen, our wills. Amen. Our wills have been fractured. And it's not just God's will, it's it becomes our will. Amen. And until we see the fact that we need to say to God, where Jesus said in the garden he can send me, not my will, but may thine will be done, there's a battle of the wills, there's a battle of wisdom. Amen. Our wisdom is messed up because it's futile. It it produces self. And self amen uh, 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 uh a selfish nature and 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 then our worth is messed up because sin does not tell us who we really are. sin does not really characterize the way God made us, and so when we begin to look at this thing of sin innate sin amen uh uh we 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 are we are programmed by our pain. All of us are living in some kind of psychological, emotional pain. We're programmed by our pain. We're, we're held hostage by our histories. Amen. And and, and so it, it is here that as we begin to look at these fractures because of this sin nature, we've been fractured in our reasoning. Listen to pastor. That's our ability To think properly. Our thinking is messed up. Yeah. We're we're not only fractured in our reasoning, we're fractured in our relationships. We can't show passion nor receive passion the way God intended for us to be. Because sin keeps jumping in the way. Not only the reasoning and the the relationships, but the righteousness. We cannot live out the principles of Almighty God. Because every time Paul says in Romans chapter 7, I love it, when I would do good, evil's was always with me. Amen. Paul had been saved 20 years in Romans chapter 7, and he, he gives you this reversal, amen, this fickleness, if you will, this back and forth of him trying to do right, but evil and wrongdoing is always in the neighborhood. That, that is subject to this sin nature and child of God, uh, we, we have to be careful because, uh, once we are impacted by sin, we become divisive. We become dejected. We become desensitized to others. We become deceitful. Lord have mercy. We become discouraging. Yeah. We become despondent. We, 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 yeah. We, we become, disassociate, uh, dis, uh di, there, there's a disassociation with what is right once sin enters the equation. Now, do I have a witness? But God, to the believer, has given us a new nature which, listen, renders the old nature inoperative. It shuts it down. It doesn't make it disappear. It does uh, There's no eradication of the flesh nature, but it does make it inoperative. It overpowers it to give a sensitivity to his presence, his peace, and his power. God gives us the ability, listen, to identify what's really going on behind the scenes. And it's there that at this rebirth, we got this new nature. And so God, in this great psalm, is teaching us some practical promises. Amen. That is, and I want you to see this, Psalm 32 is contemplative. It is what I call the cousin of Psalm 51. In both Psalms, David comes before the Lord, amen, humbly with honesty for healing. Da- David, David, David does not try to hide anything. David, 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 uh, is in pain Amen, because of his pitfalls. And, and and so one of the things that um, run like two tracks are Psalm 51 and Psalm 32 both elaborate on three powerful conditions of the sinner. One is trespasses. Trespasses is a rebellion where we overstep our bounds with God. And when we are in trespasses, we, we have overstepped our bounds as far as God is concerned. And then there is sin. We missed the mark. We've fallen short of the glory of God. It's like shooting an arrow, but it dips and falls before it hits the target. We've fallen short of the glory of God. And then the third word is iniquity, which is perversion. We've, we've committed a perversion against the purity Of Almighty God. Those three words are paramount in this passage. And, and what I, what I want to convey this morning is that too often before we look up and try to praise God and look out and try, amen, to be loving to others, when we look in, we find a bunch of mess. We find a bunch of mess. We, we find things in us that we would never ever confess being in us. I know I have my hot spots through my old nature, through my Adamic nature, and I know on the wrong day at the wrong time, uh, things unlike God are liable to come out. I do I have a witness? I'm, I'm not as, I'm 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 not as righteous as you are. I'm not I'm not as as glorious as you are. I I'm not as pure as you are. I'm a sinner saved by grace. And I thank God that I've been saved by grace. Love I don't deserve. I'm thanking God that God uh, amen snatched me and he snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. I'm so glad. That God is a forgiving God. God is a gracious God. God is an all loving God. God is all that I need to get into the glory. Not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit, saith the Lord. So before I look up, before I look out, I've got to look in. This is between me and God now. Me and God. Not your husband, not your wife, not your children, not your grandchildren. But what is it that's operating inside of you this morning that God wants to bring to your attention? I'm preaching already. Do I have a witness? that That is, David deals with God, amen, desiring a humility... Of confession. Now, now, now listen what pastor said. God desires a humility of confession. No denials. Now I'm pausing purposely because a whole lot of folk live in denial. And I'm going to deal with denial in Psalm 32. Amen. There are three powerful lessons here. And the first lesson as we expound this text is the lesson of God's results, verses one and two. Now, now what is, what is, what is the lesson of God's results that we are covered? Hallelujah. Look what it says in Psalm 32, uh, amen. This ought to make you shout. Blessed is he, amen, whose transgressions, that's the first word, where we have overstepped our bounds, where we have been rebellious, amen. Uh, Blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven. Now, now, let me stop pausing part. God says, I've already attributed to your account some results. Because you are saved in this dispensation through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, as Kim so admirably admitted, as you have given your life to Christ, as you are saved, as you are born again in blood wash, all your sins have been forgiven. Amen. That That is the results, the lesson of results, Lord, have mercy, is that God has already forgiven you. He's already imputed unto you the righteousness of Jesus Christ and imputed all your unrighteousness onto the cross of Jesus Christ. He has already forgiven you of past, present, and future sins. He has covered, Lord, have mercy, you in his blood. Now, he, he says, the trespasses. Amen, uh, of our lives is forgiven. And then the psalmist goes on and says, Whose sin is covered. Uh, you, you know, it it blows my mind that all my mess was mitigated and moved by God. See, that's all that that that's what should make us shout. God, we don't go to God for approval. We've already been approved. I am accepted in the beloved. I am adopted. I am called. I Lord have mercy. Ephesians one, I've been chosen. Amen. I've been redeemed. Do I have a witness? Now, I've been indwelt by the Holy Spirit. That 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 He He tells us the lesson of our uh results. We've been covered. Blessed is he whom the Lord does not impute, Lord have mercy, impute, impute to our accounts iniquity. is that other word, perversions. All the perversions in our mind, in our hearts, in our history, God didn't impute it to your account. Amen. Mm. Uh uh that that is, and 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 for you guys that are so good and never did anything, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to sinners that have been saved by grace. Sinners like me that have been out there, that have run hither, thither and everywhere, that have done everything under the sun, that that lived a life of rebellion, a life of transgression, a life of sin, a life of perversion, a life of iniquity. My God. Has already forgiven all of that. Do I have a witness? And 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 uh, the Bible says, "Where much, listen to this, has been forgiven, the same loveth much." The ones that can love the most are the ones that understand how much they've been forgiven. Let that one soak in. Though those, those that are goody two shoes, those that have never done anything. Those that almost got into heaven on their works, God can't use you, because it's either all God or all you. It's not ninety percent God and ten percent you. It's all God or it's all you. Do I have a witness? And 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 so verses one and two, Amen, deals with the lesson of God's results. No, 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 let me, let me, let me stop. God's results is we are forgiven. We are covered. Our sins have been cast as far as east is the west. And God put a sign up, no fishing. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Once I'm saved, once I'm elected, nobody can accuse me. Because I belong to the Saviour. Do I have a witness? He deals in verses one and two under this matter of honesty. I mean of of, of humility. Humility is the word humility denotes Amen uh, putting away your rights. I can't be humble. And worry about my rights. I'm putting away my rights. And I am in a state of confession. Lord have mercy. Uh, no denials. I, I'm always interesting in people that are in denial. People that are in denial. You'll never hear them say, it's me, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Yeah, people operate. From denial and that denial says that they're really messed up. they cannot verbalize amen their sins, not at least to themselves. they can talk about you, but they can't see themselves and 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 so it's here is here, hanging in with me. I'm, I'm I'm getting a lot of amens right now. on The walls and the lights are saying, "Amen, preacher, preach." That the, the fact of the matter is, we always want to look up with false religion. We want to look out and accuse others, but we don't want to look in. We we don't want to see how messed up we are with this subject of denial. And 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 David was told to confess. Listen. In humility, amen, having a correct assessment of himself. And the word confess is, in the Greek, is homo logego, which means to say the same thing God is saying. Homo, same, logeo, say. Saying the same thing God is saying. So if God calls something wrong, you got to call it wrong. Sin is calling right wrong and wrong right. We're seeing a whole bunch of hypocrisy in our nation. Where leaders, professed leaders, people, amen, are crooked, are evil, are wicked, are wrong, are divisive, are deceitful. They They don't know God. They claim to know God, but they don't know God. But because David here in his humility... It's saying the same thing God says. And when you and I are in, listen, denial, we're covering up. It's a great cover-up. God has already covered you and your sin. So why you got to cover up? We're covering up self. We're covering up sin. Yeah. We're covering up things that ought not be covered up. And this denial... Amen is a defiance. This denial, Lord have mercy, is an excuse. This denial is a dysfunction. This, this denial, amen, is a database for deceit. This, this sense of denial, amen, is following our feelings. And this sense of denial is wearing false righteousness. So David, David begins to confess in verses 1 and 2. And the lesson there, amen, is the lesson of God's results. It blows my mind that God has already forgiven me. Even before I sinned. See that's what makes us want to live for God. It's not hell's fire. Romans. It's when I think about the goodness of Jesus. And all he's done for me. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. So God begins to work on this all innate Adamic nature by, listen, suggesting a humility of confession. Now, now I want to, I want to go to verse 3 and 4 of chapter 32 because there's not only a lesson of God's results, but there's a lesson of our resistance. Now, now I want you to look at verses. Come on, Psalm thirty-two. Open your Bibles. Amen. Verses three: When I kept silent, here's the resistance that we have. He says, "When I kept silent, uh, when I did not confess, uh, my bones waxed old. I was troubled uh, through the roaring." All day long! He moves from the lesson of God's results to the lesson of our resistance. When I refuse to confess and come out of this denial mood that I'm messed up, that I need help, that I need God to turn over my life, that I need to stop hiding, That I need, I need to stop acting as though there's nothing wrong with me. Lord, have mercy when it when it's obvious to everybody else and to God that there is. Lord Jesus, He said, when I kept silence, my bones start cracking. And there are some people in church you'll never hear them give a testimony. They'll give a test a lie, but they won't give a testimony how messed up they are. They'll never say, I've been married 50 years and I'm responsible for every down problem in this marriage. They can't see themselves and they're full of hell. And the hell's on the inside. Do I have a witness? That—that uh, uh, That is, child of God, child of God, child of God, uh, he says, when I kept silence... Mm, my bones wax old. For day and night, verse 4, amen, thy hand was heavy upon me. In other words, God is tapping you. Start confessing. Start confessing. It was heavy upon me. Amen. My, hanging it with me now, my moisture is turned into the drop. Of summer, say lie. The word say lie is a Hebrew word. means stop, pause, part. Think about it. I became dry as a desert. Bones are waxing old because I kept silence. I could not confess to God. I could not confess to others. My true identity. Jesus. And, and, and so, and so the psalmist, the psalmist, Begins to deal with this matter of in humility, me confessing. Me confessing. When I was in the world, I didn't do too much confessing. Amen. I just took for granted I was right. Amen. But when I got saved and the Holy Spirit was residing on the inside and I had the word, amen, uh, 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 in my mouth, in my mind. Come on now. And John chapter 8 says, if you continue in my word. See, See, the problem today is that churches are no longer teaching the word. They're teaching fairy tales. If you continue in my word, these 66 inspired books, 39 old, 27 new. If you continue in my word, then are you my mimickers, disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and it's the truth that shall set you free. What sets us free is not coming to church, what sets us free is not belonging to a church. What sets us free is when truth is transferred into my life. And God starts freeing me up from being slaves to sin. Hmm. My God. Hmm. Can't be in denial. When you get saved, you come face to face with a holy God through his word. You become, you come face to face with your trespasses, your sins, and your iniquities. You know you overstep your bounds. You know you missed the mark. You know you lived a perverted life. And and so God, David, in humility, confessed that the same thing God was saying, his sins. Too often, First John one nine, we want to. The minute we mess up, with Lord, I sin, forgive me, and and we think that's it. No, no, it's it's, it's a much greater level than that. Is recognition that God is holy, we're unholy. Is recognition that to say the same thing God is saying is to create a attitude towards what we did. It is a condition where I don't want to do it again. I I may slip and fall. I may, listen, get weak. But I don't want to do that again because it offends God. In humility, David confessed. In Psalm 51, a cousin of Psalm 32, David said, I have sinned against you. Created me, Barah, in the Greek, I mean Hebrew, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. The reason he uses the word create in Psalm 51, uh creation came out of God speaking things into existence. Ex nahilo in the uh theologically, and what David is saying, there's nothing in my heart that you can make me right with. I'm full of evil, so speak, listen, speak into existence something new that will permeate my life hmm. that that is that is that is david David not only in humility made confession, but David, amen, in honesty, showed character. Let me stop pausing, Park. This thing of character, no dispute. No denial, now no dispute. Character is integrity. Don't leave home without it. That we ought to have integrity in thought, word, deed, motive, and attitude. Never being slick, never trying to get over David. David, in verse 5, begins another lesson to the end of the chapter, the 11 verses, It is a lesson, amen, of, and I want you to see this, release. It is a lesson here that we need to understand. It's release and reliance. We need God. God does not need us. I need thee every hour. Every minute, every moment, every second, I need, I need you Lord. I'm messed up on the inside. This sin nature has confused me. This sin nature is messing me up. This sin nature causes me to go the opposite way. This sin, this sin nature causes me to be in denial. This sin nature causes me to dispute. So David, in honesty of character, Says here in verse five and shows us the lesson of our reliance upon God. uh, And many of us fail to be honest with God. No, no, let me stop. Let me stop stop, stop. I know I know you think you're honest, you ain't honest with God. If you were honest with God, your prayer life would be much longer. And 90% of your prayer life would be confession. If you were honest with God, you, you would know He knows what you're thinking. Where you been? Uh huh. If, if you were honest with God, you would come out with peace. That passes all understanding. We go in a prayer and come out with more hell than when we went in. Because we're not honest. You know what I discovered in my few years here on earth? Folk are just not honest. They claim to be honest, but they're not honest with God, with others, or with themselves. When you get to the place where you can say, you know what, I know I messed up. Lord, I know I've fallen short. I know I've overstepped my bounds. I know I'm perverted in my thinking. And God, I just choose to let go and let God. That's character. Not having all the answers for everybody else's life and none for yours. Not judging others without judging yourself. Not giving people the impression that you are walking on coals of holiness. Oh no. You gotta get low. You gotta get down. You gotta get dirty. You, you, you gotta become as, as if God knows who you are. You, you gotta be honest with Almighty God. Lord, I don't spend enough time in your word. I don't pray enough. I don't give enough. Lord, I don't love enough. Lord, 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 show some character and stop trying to protect yourself and your so-called reputation. This, This thing on honesty, you know why we can't be honest? One, pride. Pride is the pitfall where we are trying to maintain a certain status. You got status Christians. Publicly They say and live one way privately, they full of hell. And when they catch themselves, oops, 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 God can see a black ant on a black hill on a black night. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. He knows our motives, our makeup. He knows our mess. I'm coming in. That, that is, uh, we we can be false with self. Pride, listen, our personal self worth, our personal self-esteem is another lie. We have elevated ourselves way above above where we really are. And then the and then the third area, amen, is not only pride and uh <laughs> this, this matter of self-motivation, but we protect our strongholds. Well, what are strongholds? I'm glad you asked. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Strongholds are our self-made protective devices. So in your history, in my history, we were hurt. We were exposed to experiences and things that hurt us. And we erected walls so it wouldn't happen again. And it's in these walls that we get nasty with others. It's from these walls that we judge others. It's from these walls that we put up this make-believe assessment of ourselves. That... These strongholds, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, says, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. For our warfare is not carnal, not visible, it's invisible. And pulling down strongholds. God says, I want to pull down every erection, every wall you ever made around you. It's false. Every self-protective device that you have around you, I'm pulling it down. So that you can depend on me and me alone. I'm your covering. I'm your defense. I'm your protection. I'm your provision. I'm your presence. I'm your power. God wants to pull down these strongholds. And every thought needs to come into captivity. And he mentions the word arguments, which I find interesting. Arguments is our philosophies, our inner turmoil. Uh, uh, He says you got to pull them things down because even your arguments are false. Uh, Your experiences, amen, are real to you, but they're false as far as being delivered. He, he, he deals with these Strongholds uh, against the knowledge of Almighty God. We keep making excuses. We keep having different expectations, and and this is why in in my counseling, and I over thirty three years of pastoring, going to thirty four, I have in my counseling. Listen, that when people get divorced and want to get remarried, the first thing I do. Amen. Once I clear the fence of a permitted divorce, because all divorce is not permitted. Hallelujah. Amen. Lights. Amen. There are some uh, reasons, rationales, and one is fornication, the other is separation or abandonment. But listen to me. I want to make sure the person is not just rebounding. Because if you're rebounding, you're only taking the hell from the first into the second. Nothing has been resolved. I do have a witness. that—that That is, child of God, that when, when we, uh, ju- just when we think we're clear of something, we find out we're clogged up. And the clog is not the person that we were married to, it's us. We're bringing habits and hindrances and mindsets into the second realm that's going to erupt a whole different line, an atmosphere of rebellion. That—that That is, child of God, amen, that Paul talks about, amen, bringing every thought, every argument, every substance into captivity, To the amen. To the victory of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Paul deals with. In humility. Confessing. In honesty. Showing character. When we get to heaven. At the judgment seat of Christ and have to give an account for everything not your sins that was done at Calvary but your works we will not be in front of Jesus blaming somebody else for why we could not be the people of God he called us to be not with the indwelling of the blessed holy Spirit that that is that is that is amen, before you look up and before you look out, you better look in the Bible says right here many are the sorrows of the wicked now let me stop pause apart don 't think the wicked is getting away with anything. never think that those who do wrong are getting away with it. God is already Amen, written on his calendar when they're coming down. Where the carcasses, the eagle will follow. Do I have a witness? That that child of God, when you when you begin to look at uh this matter, hallelujah, of this psalmist, our reliance upon Almighty God. He will give you a shout for joy, it's here in the text. Amen. The confession of our humility, the character of our honesty, and, 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 and then he begins to move into a whole nother area. No denial, no dispute, and now no, no departure. Let me let me let me elaborate on what the psalmist is saying. That living with our limitations means that there's going there's got to be a conscientiousness of my sins every day. Living with my limitations means there's going to be conflict every day between the old and new nature. Living with my limitations means. There, there's going to be, hallelujah, a confession every day. So he moves from the humility of confession to the honesty of character. And he closes, and I want you to see this, on the healing from confusion. God is not a God of confusion. When you see confusion, God's nowhere in the neighborhood. God is not a God of confusion. He's a God of peace. He's a God of joy. He's a God of harmony. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and what, and what God, what God begins to do is to bring a healing, and the word healing in the Greek, Septuagint, is therapy, where we get our word therapy from. God takes us through some therapy sessions to heal us. Most healing is not instantaneous. Healing is a repeated effort of the Holy Spirit as He gives us therapy to be right. Do I have a witness? That that is when we begin to look at um, Hallelujah. Uh, this verse, these verses, we we see, Amen. That that God had, Amen a uh, preconditioned clause that he was going to bring healing. Thank God that God has already made up his mind that he's going to heal my soul. Amen. Thank God in spite of me. In spite of my hypocrisy, in spite of my false religion, in spite of wearing my mask, in spite of being in denial, in spite of trying to dispute everything, God has already said, "I'm going to heal him. I'm going to transform him. I'm a. Can I get a witness? I'm going to feel him. that so there is spiritual hanging there with me. There, there is a spiritual." Place a spiritual. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, uh, a specificity. There, there is a spiritual prayer. There is a spiritual power. There is a spiritual uh, 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 amen. A uh, proficient area that God is dealing with, and once we submit, look what God says as far as guidance is concerned. I will. Hmm, I will, it comes from God, I will, amen, instruct you. Now let me stop. God says when you can confess in humility, and when you can show character in honesty, and when you ah, are being healed from confusion I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go and I will guide you with my When God is guiding you with his eye, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. When God is guiding you with his eye, nobody can turn that around. Nobody, amen, can pronounce judgment when God has joy. No, nobody can interfere with the work of the Lord when I'm guiding you with my eye. Ah, oh, there's a precaution here, though. Don't be like the horse or the mule that needs bit and bridle in order to obey. God is saying, don't make me put something in your life that's going to cause trouble for you to stay right. Jesus. Mm. Jesus. Jesus. You begin to look at the close of this great psalm. God, 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 hallelujah, is saying, thank you, Jesus. I will give you guidance. I will give you grace. I will give you glory. Do I have a witness that God, in this great 32nd Psalm of David, the cousin of Psalm 51, God makes some powerful Promises in the name of Jesus. And see, Jesus is the key. Can I get a witness? Every time Jesus performed a miracle, he made the person that he was performing the miracle participate. Do I have a witness? In John chapter nine, a man born blind, he, he said, do you want to see? The man said, yes. He spit on the ground, took some clay and put it on his eyes and said, now go wash in the pool of Siloam and you will come away seeing. God is going to make us participate in this process. See, 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 we've been fooled with unbiblical precepts. Well, if I just pray, God will do it. No, 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 God. Wants humility, honesty and he wants to bring healing, therapy into our lives I'm not all that I cut out to be I'm not all that I project to be but if I can just get somewhere around Psalm 32 this is why David is a man after God's own heart David committed some horrible sins David committed murder Uriah. David committed adultery with Bathsheba, his wife. David put him at the front line so he could get killed. David, 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 David was walking on the platform of a balcony when he should have been out fighting. David was messed up. But David, in humility, confessed his sin. In honesty, confessed his character. Ah, And in the midst of confusion, knew that God was going to heal him. Do I have a witness? I'm so glad that Jesus is my healer. I'm so glad that when he died on that cross... He died for all my sins. I'm so, so glad that He took away all my mess. I'm so glad that He gave me a new nature. He was buried. He rose again with all power in His hands. He's the power of power. He's the power source. Can I get a witness? Jesus is my provision. Hmm, go and sin no more. He's worthy to be praised. I said Jesus is worthy to be praised. He's worthy because he's the sin bearer. He's worthy because he went to the grave for three days. And walked into Sheol and preached to the spirits that was in prison. He's worthy because early on Sunday morning he got up. With all power in his hands, and he said, "Because I live, you shall live." Uh, do I have a witness? He's worthy. He's the Lamb of God. He's the Logos of God. He's the uh, come on. He's the Light Life of God. He's the Ladder of God. Jesus is the Lamb of God. He
0: died for all
3: my sins. No denial. No dispute no departure Psalm 32 a lesson of God's results a lesson of my resistance a lesson of my reliance Jesus is Lord just keep your eyes on Jesus just keep looking to Jesus just keep trusting Jesus just keep praising Jesus just keep claiming in Jesus can I get a witness the Lord is on his way. The Lord will heal you. The Lord will help you. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord will bring you out. Yeah. Living with my limitations. I'm limited. I'm messed up. I'm futile. I'm no good. But I belong to Jesus. And if any man be in Christ. Christ. He's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So this morning, stop denying that you are the problem. You are part of the problem. Stop disputing and stop departing. Jesus is Lord. God bless you. We love you. Pray for us. We're praying for you. Have a great day.
4: Yes, I You know you can
1: give using your smartphone. The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org. Click Donation and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form.
2: lost, but He brought me in His love for me. Oh, His love for me. Who the sun sets free?
4: Oh, is free and take I'm a child.